Hey, Miles here. No one likes going to the walk-in clinic, do they? It's usually because things are just bad enough that it's out of our control to feel better, but not so bad that you're needing a proper hospital visit. Maybe that's why the Black Tower is so easily avoided. It's either an ominously Black Tower or a damned clinic that no one really wants to go to. It's the perfect disguise. Maybe that's why everyone's ready to hurt something. Maybe that's why we're all in a bad mood. Maybe that's why the gang is ready for episode 73 of What the Fumble. Check up, wreck up. going in there baby oh this is gonna be a good one i'm excited yeah Yeah. uh i think before we start quick round of applause for david slash lustra for making it that long with the madness and finally getting it cured i feel like we didn't uh highlight that enough there was so much going on way to go david congratulations congratulations i miss it already i kind of do too (laughs) It was a pain in the butt to keep track of, but I mean, I it was it was kind of fun. Now you get to be depressed and brooding like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. Be great. <laughs> Except for Van Richten, he's fine. I know there, there's kind of some kind of irony of the fact that we're going to a clinic like a hospital, and just before we enter a hospital, I fix myself of a madness. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the last time we were in a hospital is when is when you got the madness, so I'm not sure that tracks. Oh, I don't know. Is is there an irony there, or am I, or am I just crazy? A little bit. A little uh, bit. I get it. Uh. <laughs> I remember when I was actually in hospital for getting stitches in my knee when I was like 10 years old. And okay. I had to wait like six hours to actually get someone to come and do stitches. And I think they flew him from like halfway across the world or something. And he comes in and he only freezes like half the wound right after shoving like two freezing needles into it. Because it was like down to the bone. <laughs> oh, he was like, oh, it's only hurt like an ant, my darling, darling. He kept calling me darling. It was very, very unnerving. <laughs> huh. Yep, and I, I woke, and I came out of that, and you know, me keeping my humor even as like a ten year old, I'm like, man, it bites really hurt. I feel like you only enjoyed that madness because it didn't trigger very often. Yeah, yeah. How, many, yeah. how many combats would it have been? Even if it was one in ten statistically, I think it was still about that. Yeah, but like, yeah, I'm not sure how many total combats we've had. Man, it sounds rightish. Yeah, to have. You know, triggered twice, luckily, against the same creature both times. (laughs) Yeah. Have we had around 20 combats? We must have had more than 20. I feel like maybe a little under 20. I don't know. I don't know. We've had some combats that have gone, like, a couple of sessions, so... That's true. It's it's, uh, it's hard to tell. Hard to tell. All right, I'll go listen. (laughs) Feels different. Next week. Let's take a quick break and go... (laughs) Count Listen how many to, what, 72 episodes? Yeah, just give me 75 hours and I'll have a compilation ready. Don't worry. You can skip the role-playing scenes. That's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. Gosh. <laughs> Hello, Colin Olton. Nice to meet you. <laughs> For the first time. I want to hear me slapping Salash. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but like, I kind of, I was wondering over the week, are we still allowed to like hurl ourselves in front of people if we get fireballed by a Linara? Like, can, can that just still be a thing? Or was that exclusively madness related where it's just like, like, can oh, I just give uh, myself AOE. minus two to like throw myself in front of someone else to give them plus two or something? Or is that? Uh, I'm tempted to say yes, it was madness related, but. Yeah, I'm tempted to say yes, but I know you guys will find some way to take advantage of that and break the game. So no. Yeah, oh, I, I feel like the reason why that's a part of a madness is because it's so involuntary and subconscious. It's almost like precognition. You just do it automatically, and it's something that you couldn't really choose to do in the moment. I believe it was best summed up by Mr. Lewis and his friends, the news. It was the power of love. <laughs> all right let's kill a vampire vampire i want to kill a vampire all right we can do some some D D, I suppose i, mean, I guess i'm want. okay with that yay nothing better to do yeah I, uh, we could talk about uh david's knee injury and how that went down but uh i still got the scar i believe it it's still like pink too all right drop trial let's go <laughs> oh, I can All lift right, up. let's play yeah. D&D. <laughs> D&D. Oh. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there you guys were in the little inn slash tavern, basically right across the street from the Black Tower. You've already kind of done your surveillance. You actually saw two uh, other people get let into the Black Tower, the first floor obviously acting as a clinic and you guys did a whole lot of trying to find as many entrances as you could to this place and have firmly determined that it's either the front door or this window on the second floor that would basically, it's definitely uh you can get to that window. It's barred and would take some doing to get open, but you could go that route. Uh, but also getting up there would involve, you know, climbing around on some rooftops and, all that stuff. Definitely not trying to steer you away from that. Uh, but there's that window in the front door, basically. It would involve being really cool and competent, and I'm not sure if we have that. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly involve a lot more checks. But yeah, here you guys are in the Shattered Barrel in a tavern, trying to, I guess, come up with a plan of action, right? Yeah. I've. I know you guys have mentioned... Getting Van Richten to spend some time maybe making some holy water, that kind of thing. You got him to to get ceremony, the ceremony spell, uh, which he can cast as a, a ritual. So Yeah, so if we have if we have until the color cover of night anyway, like we could just ideally have what what time would it be now? Like ten, eleven o'clock? That's like eight vials of holy water potentially. Yeah, you still have a lot of uh daylight ahead of you headed out here pretty much first thing in the morning. So yeah, lots of daylight ahead of you. Everyone's feeling pretty fresh. I don't think we've had a combat yet today. Oh no, not yet. Hmm. Justin looks hungry. About? No combats today. What are you talking about? <laughs> Never happened. We, we fought seven different encounters and uh, you told us we hit level seven. Oh. Yeah. I must have been drunk because uh, <laughs> it's not the case. Well, <laughs> damn it. We tried. Uh, next time. We'll get him. But what is the case? What's the plan? Uh, like Colin said, we're just coming up on lunchtime as far as timeline is concerned. 
So where do we go from here? Uh, do we need to shop for any materials uh, before we go in? Like, you know, proper dungeon crawling materials. I know I've got a crowbar and ball bearings. Uh, I think we have rope. Do we have rope? Yeah, we got rope. We all got so much rope. Yeah. I think on our way th- when we- on our way here, we already did sort of like a-, a quick shopping trip where I picked up a rapier. And I know Lenara has a light crossbow now. And we got a few things. You got a shield. Like, I yeah. mean, I have a bunch of chests on layaway. he's like maybe halfway to Amelia Wigglebrick's home with his cart full of chests oh he's probably so sleepy oh that makes him more endearing (laughs) he could probably just open the chest and hop in a chest and sleep in the chest wow I'm just amazed he can source all of this stuff so readily anyway um so our so we have like the only thing I can imagine we would need is to just like uh, lose our damage deposit on the rooms and like break a chair apart to get a bunch of sharp pieces of wood um, for, yeah, for vampire stuff and then hunker down, make sure that we don't make ourselves seen until nightfall, right? Is there anything we want to do between them? I mean, the inn's called the Shattered Barrel. If they don't have a Shattered Barrel around here, it's just poor advertising. Ooh, I wonder if they have like one of those like super big eating contests or whatever, where it's like they have the barrel where if you can like if you and three friends can drink an entire barrel and then um, I don't know, like (laughs) break it over the table, you get it for free. Oh, they charge double if you can't finish it. Yeah, that sounds like it's canon now. Uh <laughs> that challenge is available downstairs for only ten gold. Ooh, ten gold. We can try how much gold do we have? We can try that so many times. Yeah, no. <laughs> I wanna try it. All of our constitution is so high right now. Oh, oh yes, yeah, so high. I suppose if I'm wondering if we should need to keep an eye on the clan and how it runs throughout the day. Just eat, like to see if there's any kind of, you know, oddities of people coming in and they say people never leave. Do they only take one at a time or do they mm. take multiple at a time? Because if we're going to, I suppose we're going to, you know, roll up, but. I don't oh, know, yeah. David. Colin's plan of getting pissed drunk sounds a lot better. <laughs> Does everyone show up super hungover? <laughs> Where the heck is Baron Metis? <laughs> been a long day. Well, you have seen uh, during uh, Lenara's little surveillance mission uh she watched two other people get let in so you know that there's at least two patients mm-hmm. that have been let in there so far yeah we can de- we should definitely have eyes on constantly for like the ins and outs see if anyone leaves at all before nightfall well there's been you know reports of nobody ever leaving right well yeah but i mean like em- employees oh and yeah stuff because, like, we're probably not going to see those two people Lenara walked past again. But, like, is the orderly who brought them in going to, like, leave? Or do they all have sleeping quarters there? Because if no one leaves, then we're going to assume that there's, like, it's a full house. Mm-hmm. Speaking of coming and going, um, we are in a in slash tavern. I'm also wondering what kind of people would frequent the nearest pub to said clinic, especially if everybody knows the warhorse in the room <laughs> about what this clinic is. 
you know, the big Rick in the room. Yeah, the big Rick in the room. Um, I'm wondering if maybe one of us also hangs out downstairs and you know engages the locals for the for the average rumor about maybe they know something. Rub some elbows during the lunch rush. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, not it. <laughs> Lustra. All no, right, you're up. No, no, no. <laughs> I feel like Slash would would offer up his his charisma for that. Especially considering he wants to study people anyway, so. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm also just worried about one of the things that we heard about Darkon is, like, anyone could be Rextrown or Cargat, anything like that. They don't have a uniform. And so, like, if, like, people, um, Voth Stone's note had pictures of us. There's There's no guarantee that there's not, like, a big old wanted list on the inside of the upstairs of this tower that has our faces. So it would be it would be rolling the dice to see if like Yeah, I suppose that's fair. What's the cost like cost analysis of this? I mean, I just want you to not like have your like we have the picture of you. I just want you to not look like that if you're chatting people up, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Or we just stay in the room, have Van Richten cast ceremony ritually for what he can, hide out in the room, wait till nightfall, and then just go through the front door. Yeah, because, I mean, talking up the locals is good, but we're here to kill a vampire. And I, I think, you know, Lenara did a good enough job now. Now that we've been talking about it enough, I think, like, there's not much we can do. We just got to go through the front door at nightfall and hope for the best. It's just a matter of, you know, we'll start out quiet, and if it doesn't, then it's going to be a fight. And we're going to have to slog our way through it. I don't know. I'm also leery. Like, I'm just reminded of Yawning Eddie's. The last time we stayed in a room for an extended period of time, we were sold out. You know what I mean? I'm kind of leery of that. That's the first time we stayed in that room. The second time, it was fine because there's a new guy. <laughs> and still piss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, okay. You've talked me into it. We'll, we'll stay in the room for the duration. Uh, if Slash, though, wants to make an insight check, maybe. Okay. Satiate yeah, his curiosity a little bit. We are making mm-hmm. a lot of assumptions. Sorry. Oof, that's a that's a four. Uh, yeah, with with a four, yeah. Never mind. You don't really manage to piece anything together that you don't already know. All right. Well, I guess it's hang out in the room for eight hours. All right, montage time, baby. Nice. Hey, you can spend all that time with the book. Yeah, what was the limitation on that again? I have to read... Four, 48 hours in six days. 48 hours in six days. Well, this would be a good eight-hour chunk. It would be, and there's nothing that says you can't restart, like, if you yeah, fail yeah, yeah, to yeah. meet the requirements. I guess that's what Slash will do. He'll spend the, the eight hours reading that book of, what was it, Clear Mind, I think is what it Tom was. Tome of Clear Thought. Tome of Clear Thought, yeah. That one's going to, if you succeed, will up your intelligence by... Two or something, I think? By two, yeah. Yeah. Not not only his current, but also his max. So he could have 22 intelligence. Mm. Oh, very cool. Very, very cool. He's almost Merlin level. (laughs) (laughs) And I think to kill time, I think Looster will go over the Goondarok Dictionary to kill time as well. Learn as much of that foreign language as possible. Mm -hmm. Tess is going to uh, keep Lady in the windowing it and just like... Keep an eye on the entrance to the tower. See if there's anything weird. And also just make sure that there's not, 
like a a large army of Rex Crown coming into the uh into the bar that we're standing at. Mm-hmm. Staying at. Lenara will get a cheese grater and just start powdering silver for Van Richten. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that would really be helpful too. Oh, so he can uh start trying to pull off ceremony. Uh so you guys want him to make holy water? That's that's essentially what we're going for, Sounds right? Sounds about right, yeah. So he's capable of ritual casting ceremony. Takes an hour to do so. Mm-hmm. An hour and ten minutes because he's ritual casting. Oh. Hour and ten. How much uh total what what time do you guys plan on heading in, I suppose? I mean, what are we thinking? Do we want like right after cover of night or do we want to wait until like 10, 11 o'clock? Well, if if we do that, we have to, you know, consider ourselves that if we stay up too late, we run into exhaustion checks probably. Okay, cool. So eight or nine? I'd say nine o'clock. Nine-ish. If we could wrap this up sort of like just before we get sleepy and around sunrise so if any vampires try and run away it's a little harder for them Mm -hmm. that would be ideal well you know the kind of hours of operation for this clinic end at 6 p.m and we know that in darkon it gets dark at about 7 p.m so i don't know if that changes anything basically what i'm getting at is how many times you want van richten to to try this out how many hours do we have for him to try this out uh, well, if he tries it six times, that's seven hours. It's around noon right now, so that would take us to sunset. Yeah, let's do that, and yeah. then if we'll wait, watch things for an hour, and if nothing happens, we'll wander over around eight o'clock. Yeah, sounds yeah. like a plan. Give Van Richten an hour to prep and not just finish casting and then go mode. <laughs> yeah. All right, fair enough. So six times, 60 20s I'm rolling to see how Ooh. many times he can pull this off because he's still suffering from his his recurring nightmare thoughts. Oh, yeah. Can't we just, like, trace it out for him and, like, get a stencil? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit. A stencil and a script. <laughs> uh, I'm rolling two at a time here because I only see two within reach. First two are fails. Great. Love mm. it. Four more to go. Two more fails. That's oh, great. Wow. That's great. Oh, um, speaking of rolling for stuff and failure, uh, would Salash have time for a short rest to just get his Bardic Inspirations back up for the for the thing? Because you use Bardic Inspiration to help with yeah, greater restaurant. I'm sure that, yeah, I would take a short rest shortly beforehand. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm not going to use it to, to you know, brute force this. I just want to make sure I'm back up to full Bardic Inspo. Oh, for the yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, everybody yeah. can benefit from a short rest throughout yeah, yeah, this, yeah. for sure. Cool. Just didn't want to forget, sorry. So we're four hours in, and Van Richten just keeps, like, getting... He keeps stumbling on the same word of the ritual, <sighs> and unfortunately, it's a word that's, like, 55 minutes into the <laughs> ritual, no. You just keep saying, damn it. <sighs> All right. I, I hear that downstairs there's this large barrel that you can order. Uh, maybe that would help you, like, loosen up a little bit. I could certainly use a drink. Prested, prested, <laughs> I assume he's messing up on water of holy water. <laughs> water. Water. Two more to go. Oh, Come on, man. please. Anything. Hey, oh? you guys end up 
at the end of the six attempts with one vial of holy water. Nice. Holy shit. That, well, one's better than none. That costs 150 gold. For all six attempts? For all six attempts. You're holy. saying it consumes it? If Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the powdered silver uh, for all the failed attempts is still gone. Yowza. I could buy so many buckets with that money. <laughs> it's true. Corner the bucket at market. Completely corner the bucket market. Man. Um, I Knowing the rules of whatever, I think, let's give that to Tess. She's got the best chance. Yeah, I Fair. would agree with that. that it's just like a straight rough. dex roll, right? So, yeah. To use it? Yeah, it'd be like an improvised weapon. Uh, yeah, that was super rough. He rolled under 10 for everything except the very last roll, which was a nat 20. Hey! Of course. Fantastic. So it's super special holy water. It's very, very holy. Ooh, It's very, very spicy. Oh, no, it's leaking. Too many holes. It's a very, very spicy batch, yes. (laughs) Careful with that one. Uh, Sure thing, sure thing. Just, uh... Put a pickled carrot in for good luck. All right. <laughs> Ready to go. So we've reached the point of darkness. Night has fallen on Martira Bay. You guys have spent your afternoon cooped up in the shattered barrel. Van Richten made a one vial of holy water. Throughout the day, Tess, you've been kind of looking out the window and it's a very, very slow part of town. Not many people tend to come through or come anywhere near this black tower. Yeah. The two people that went in at no point throughout the day come out. See no signs of them. Fantastic. And there's even like a point in the day you saw a, an injured person outside in the streets, like even like contemplating from a distance, walking, you know, like turning the corner and walking down the street oh. and going to the black tower and then just kind of shaking their head and walking away. Uh, so you get the idea, you get the feeling that no one comes here unless they are very desperate for medical attention. That's fair. Okay, but I mean, that means we uh, probably won't have many eyes on us if we try to head over there. The only other thing you've really noticed is that at 6 p.m., the closing time for the clinic, Mm -hmm. the door opened and that female nurse uh, that Lenara had seen open the door earlier in the day she kind of pokes her head out, you know, looks around, makes sure there's no more patients waiting to come in, and then retreats back into the black tower and closes the door, and no employees come out at 6 p.m. Okay. No one goes home. Hmm. Great. I'm getting very much uh, Mercy vibes here, where it's like, or or even the factory vibes with the warehouse. You don't need to feed people if they're undead. Yeah. Or, I mean, if you have bunk beds. But that's probably too optimistic for the domains of dread. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, shoot. Worth waiting, I guess, but... 
What do we think? Well, who do we want to have the thieves' tools? You've got the gloves of thievery, right? Uh, but Celeste did. Yeah, I've got the gloves of thievery. All right, so and that's our best bet for lock picking because I have a feeling we're going to need to lock pick that front door. I think, strictly speaking, Tess would be better at lockpicking. I would be better at pickpocketing. Fair, yeah. Because you have proficiency in sleight of hand? I yeah? do, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, if it's just, like, untrained, I uh, I have plus four decks, so it would be plus nine total. Yeah, this is, would just be based on, like, proficiency with thieves' tools, which I don't think anyone actually has proficiency. No. Okay. Yeah. Nope, -er. So I'm wondering if we should hand the Gloves of Thievery over to Tess, and then when we go up to the front door, try to do it quiet and pick the lock to get in through the front door. Worth a shot. Yeah. Um, also, since, we ha since we've seen people, do we want to wait a little longer to see if maybe they're living people and will, like, be asleep or... That's honestly, that's probably okay. hoping too much. It closed at six. It's at least been an extra hour. So how long does it take them to close down a creepy clinic? Mm. Fair. And it's not like they're going to be spend the next like three hours staring at a doorway that no one's going to knock on. No, they're cool. They're off doing their awesome experiments. Exactly. Nobody cares about the homeless, right? Or they're watching the wheel. Get ready for some <laughs> Jeopardy. Oh, my God. It's your man, Steve Harvey. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Let's 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 kick in the door. Let's go. Let's do this. Kicking in the door, then? Uh, <laughs> lock picking. You know, if it's if it's shut, try and stealthily lock pick it. Well, slash will give hold the up on the note of stealth before we leave the Shattered Barrel. Do we want me to cast Pass Without a Trace? No. No. That's a waste of a spell slot at this point. We We very much expect to be found out as soon as we go through the doors, basically. Okay. He probably knows we're here now, to be perfectly honest. I will cast Mage Armor, though, before we uh, saunter out. Good call. Anyone else with uh, quick casts or preparations? I would like to cast my eyes upon everyone and just be like, wow, I really hope we all survive the night. Even me? Slash, we've been over this. If anyone gets to kill you, it's me. I see, I see. Well, thank you, Tess. Oh, anytime, anytime. I'll threaten your life anytime. I say the word absolutely in Gundarok. I still haven't <laughs> made it through the A's yet. <laughs> oh, that's A-B. Yeah, you haven't gotten far at all. Nope. He knows absolutely an aardvark. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Van Richten, uh, with a very serious look on his face, looks at all of you uh, and says, I, too, hope we survive this night. Again, if any of you wish to walk away, I would not hold it against any of you. Kind of like maybe pauses a while on Lenora, although he does seem concerned for all of you. Uh, this is what we, what I must do from here will be incredibly dangerous. But I am convinced that I will not be able to continue my research into the fractioning of Darkon until my old enemy is put to rest once again. I mean, he's got pictures of us all, so, like, let's let's head this off at the pass. And Van Richten, for what it's worth, considering your relation to my father, and what I know of all of us here, is that if any of us, if the worst happens, I don't want you to carry the weight that it's our blood on your hands. We're all doing this of our own choice. 
We all have our own purposes and reasons of going. It's not on you. So if something does happen, I hopefully that provides some solace. He pats you on the shoulder a few times and says, Thank you, Lustra. Those words mean more than you can imagine. And then he turns to Tess, I believe, is who's doing some lock picking. Yep. Looks like. And it gives you some guidance. Ooh. Okay. Just tread carefully. Do you have to roll for that? Oh, yeah. Oh, he does. <laughs> He's such a party pooper. <laughs> oh, it fails. There's <laughs> <laughs> like an awkward pat on the back. Uh, but it's a cantrip out of combat, so he's like, hold on, come here again. <laughs> Almost got it. Almost got it. Oh, that's Almost another got failure. It. Almost got it. Hold on. Stay just, there. All right. I'll, I'll, Stay I'll, still, for goodness sake. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. I was just getting limber. No, stop talking. I'm trying to concentrate. Oh, well, I mean, if you stop telling me to stop talking. You stop talking. Talk <laughs> On the fourth attempt, <laughs> he gives you guidance. Perfect. First try, every time. Somehow I get the feeling he's not going to roll that bad when he's doing it for enemy NPCs. <laughs> wow. Fair. Uh, yeah, Tess will feel that magic finally take effect. She'll glance back over her shoulder and say, For what it's worth, Enrichten, if I, if I left right now, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. It is not a choice for me. It is the only option, and I, I would not have anyone else here with me other than you. And let's not roll like shit. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, 31. Holy poop. Wait, Wowzers. what's your stress, though? Oh, sorry. <laughs> 32 minus 1 for 31. Oh, there we go. Holy fuck. Where, talk to me, That that's your uh, lockpick roll, right? Yes. So talk oh, to me where everyone else. Oh, it's all good. Let okay. me find out where everyone else is at, though. Like, we've ex I'm assuming we've all exited the shattered barrel at this point. Yeah. I want to jump the gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would imagine marching order would be something like Tess, then Van Richten, since he did guidance. I would be behind uh, Van Richten, then... I would be behind Lustra, and Lenara okay. likes to take up the rear. But everyone, you know, essentially kind of huddled up pretty close uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, by the entrance. Yep. Lenara in the yeah. rear, I towards just... Juicy, heading up the caboose. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that never get old? <laughs> She's like changed pants and everything. Just somehow the spirit of Juicy lives on. That's the only thing I kept from that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it's that pants, the original, everything else. Uh, excuse me. Do you have, do you embroider? Uh... So Tess, you make your way to the entrance to the keyhole front door, of the black tower. It's this massive pair of iron reinforced oak doors that are standing squarely before you. A pair of demon-faced knockers cast from <laughs> an unusually red-tinted bronze <laughs> hanging right there at eye level, Tess. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off them. What can I say? They leave you thinking, are they simply decorative or do they offer some indication of the evil that lies within this tower? On one door is a plate fashioned from that same metal as the knockers. 
and secured to the door with four thick bolts. And when you stand to think about it, it would be hard to imagine a less inviting doorway. But with a 31, 32, 31. 31, baby. Good Lord. My God. Tess manages to make very quick, very silent work of the lock. You don't even hear the little click it makes. You only feel it with the lock picks. A flawless lock picking job. Oh, yeah. All right. I throw the lock picks in the air and go, woo! <laughs> 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 and then I grab both knockers and go, quack, 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 quack. <laughs> Now what? Ooh. I uh, look back at everyone and just give a slight nod and then whisper, Fenric, did I nodded? I know you can't see in the dark, so I just want to make sure that you're in <laughs> in the loop. There's still some moonlight out here. All right, I just... I, 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 all right. Uh, Salash looks at Tess and Lustra. I think our front line should go first. I will follow quickly behind. I haul out my shield and rapier and get in lockstep with Tess. Oh, uh, so I do have the vial of holy water, yes? Yes. 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 Cool. Just getting my ducks in a row. And now that all of us ducks are in a row, I'm going to... Is it a push... Is it an outswing door or an inswing door? I think it's supposed to be an outswing door by modern standards. But like fire safety? Yeah. <laughs> is this giant evil black tower up to fire code, Justin? Yes, it is. All right. Then I will gently, quietly try to pull the left door. Lennar will, Lennar will look to see if there's chimes for when the doors open. Oh, good call. Yeah. Just inch it open. Give me a stealth check. All right. Oh, boy. If only someone had cast Pass Without a Trace. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. Be good at stuff, Colin. Uh, 14? Pretty decent. There's... Or sorry, 13. Ooh, that was not lucky. Nah, that's, that's still pretty decent. You know, there's a little bit of a squeak, but a very faint one is you open up this door. All right. Um, I'm going to try to get like a couple of inches open and just like put my eye in uh, before trying to inch it open the rest of the way for us to get in. Absolutely. You get a little scope of the place, the first room of the Black Tower. Before you is this checkerboard floor of light and dark hardwoods as well as an assortment of comfortable-looking chairs and tables. It gives this room an understated feeling of elegance. Very, very clean in there. There's a pair of crystal chandeliers, kind of ornate without being gaudy, that are hanging from the center of the raftered ceiling. And there's a large desk and several file cabinets that stand along the western wall of the room. On the eastern wall of the room, you see there are a few doors closed. 
And on the northern end of the room is a long, dark hallway, long enough that even your elven eyes can't quite see the end of the hallway. From outside the Black Tower, again, think of like that lighthouse-looking kind of building, you know, the tall tower, but Mm -hmm. then a much longer building on the first floor. And with all the buildings and all the stuff kind of crammed around in this district, you weren't really able to tell just how big the first floor is. But now that you open your eyes and look, you're like, oh, this looks way bigger than I thought it did from the outside. But all seems quiet. Now what? All right. No sign of anything living or dead. Uh, perception check. All right. Even worse, uh, that's nine. No signs. All right. Well, if that's the case, I'll, uh, open the door wide enough for broad-shouldered Lustra and just snake my way in, uh, keeping sort of, like, flush up against the wall and, uh, leave the door open for everyone else to follow. So Tess opens the door for Lustra, and Lustra's going to quietly walk in and start to make a perimeter around the front entrance. I like it. Give me a perception check, Lustra, once one of you officially steps foot into this place. 23. Damn. Mm. At least one of us can roll well. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not often I do, but I'm actually trained in perception. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's a pretty good roll. So again, you see all the things I've already described. There's desks, some shelves, filing cabinets. You assume this first room is the lobby. On the eastern wall of the lobby, there is a door with a keyhole in the doorknob and a plate on the door. That says, doctor's office, private, no entry. On the northern wall, there are two doors with little labels on them as well. They say, examination room one, examination room two. And now that you're in here, Lustra, you can tell the hallway that leads north out of here has doors lining it as well and you can just barely kind of make out the plaque on the first one and it says operating theater who we're going to see a play <laughs> now what i'm going to relay that information to the rest of the crew and uh Considering how quiet it is, I'm just going to say, I think we're in the clear. Just come on in. All right. Slowly make our way in single file. Close the door very quietly behind. Uh, What's the lighting situation we have here? Like, is it, do we need dark vision or is there like residual lamps or anything? Lamp light or otherwise? Uh, Yeah, that's a good call. All of you have uh, dark vision except Van Richten. And, yeah, it is too dark in here for Van Richten to be able to see. Mm, all right. I don't see a damn thing you're describing. 
he uses his um, sword cane one-handed, correct? Yes, I do have access to the light cantrip. Hmm. Yeah, you could also use the bullseye lantern until combat as well, and then that way it's not a ring of light. He gets to direct it, so he can only, you know, the light will only yeah. go as... So I'm going to hand him the wants. bullseye lantern that I would use for finding gems and stuff back in Bottleborn Mine. I'm going to hand that to Van Richt and say here. Plus, plus as a bonus, we might find some gems. Huh, fair. Mm-hmm. Very good, then. Thank you. Oh, yeah. They were sending a lot of diamonds up here, weren't they? That's true. Yeah. Mm. But this way, yeah, as opposed to a radius going down the hall, he can sort of like flashlight aim it at the floor. So, yeah, I mean, like. If you're in pitch darkness and someone's shining a flashlight, you're going to see it regardless, but, like, at the very least... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's He's not illuminating the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, Slash, seeing the desk in the middle of the room, would like to rifle through that, see if there's any keys or other important documents that might indicate what's going on. Absolutely. Start going through stuff. You walk up to the desk, and again, not far from the desk, basically, you know, right behind it, there's some some filing cabinets, and quickly discover that both the desk and the files are locked. All right. Slash groans and waves over Tess. All right, well, uh, here goes nothing. Uh, Hmm. What are the odds any of these are trapped? Should we start doing, like, full-on roll for traps? I'd take a cursory glance, at least. Slash will look it over for traps, at the very least. doing Knowing that he has that skill set available. Yeah, sure. Let's do the investigation. Investigation. Uh, that is 15. It's pretty good. Looks like the only problem is the lock itself. Okay. Cool. I guess I'll start with the the desk then. 23. Damn. Those gloves are real nice. <laughs> you open the desk drawer. There's not a whole lot of paperwork in here. You assume most of the actual paperwork, uh, you know, medical files, that kind of thing, are in the filing cabinet. Mm-hmm. But in this drawer is... One large sealed envelope. Oh. Or excuse me, it's not sealed. Uh, it would have been at one point, but the seal is broken on it. Like it's got a wax seal that's been broken open. You know what I mean? All right. Is mm. there a, uh, is it like sealed with a, like with a signet or anything? Or is it just like a general dollop of wax? It's sealed uh, with the letters DH. Hmm. Okay. <gasps> Dr. Heinfroth? Oh, it's not I mean. D.L. Hughley? Shit. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Love those initials. It would be D-Claude Heinfroth. D-Claude Heinfroth. Because he'd be too into himself not to put the full D-R. Yeah, that's fair enough. D-H, P-H-D, M-D. Well, I mean, I the odds that it's, like, pictures of us, quite high. I mean, I'll... I'll pass the I'll pass the notes to uh the people who like reading and writing um so probably and Salash Salash will open it up and take take a read inside the envelope you find an exact copy of the letter 
that you confiscated from adolescent Colin so many episodes back, and you find sketches of all of your faces, and you find a sketch of Dr. Van Richten, and yeah, an exact copy of that letter signed by... Indeed, the Claude Heinfroth. Mm, lovely. So more cerebral vampires are here. At the very least, word has managed to get here from Dominia. Okay. Shoot. Time to get a couple booze bombs ready. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. We're strong. We're great. Um, Any... Uh, any false bottoms or anything in the rest of this uh, this desk there, or is it... Good call. I like this dungeon mode you guys are in. I love it. Give me another investigation. Okay. Uh, <laughs> whoops, I asked. I guess Slash is busy reading. Uh, eight. Has anyone else wants to look? <laughs> you do not find a false bottom. Shoot. Ah, uh, well, I I really, I'm a sucker for documents. I really want to try to unlock the, um, the, the filing cabinets, cabinets behind yeah. it. Because, like, also, I, I just want to know if they actually, like, play the part of doing medicine. Because, like, they have, like, examination room, surgery stuff, medical... Like is is it how much of it is a front? So I want to know if they actually have medical records here. A great question. I'm going to search for highlights magazines. <laughs> <laughs> Those would be over next to the chair, the waiting chairs. I think. All right. Okay, Glenaris, <laughs> not the filing cabinet. Glenaris <laughs> is going to sit down in the waiting chair, start doing some doodles. It's a mimic. Ah. Uh, Looster is actually going to swap back over to his longbow and post up so that he has sight down the hall. Okay, sure. Just a, ma- yeah, just to make sure if anyone jumps out, I can just shoot them right away. Get line of sight down the hallway. Love it. Nice, nice, nice. And um, we're going for a check on the filing cabinet. Let's do it. I, I guess, like, these tools are the one thing I've been rolling okay on tonight, so maybe. Oh, you had to say that. Yeah, I summoned it. Natural one. Go me. I shove my arm into the mimic that is this filing cabinet <laughs> oh, i should have made it a mimic it is not a mimic but your lock pick breaks Fuck. and you do not open the lock great we got through two locks sorry lustra <laughs> oh i knew i knew we should have waited until odo hups had like lock picks in bulk <laughs> Just like a bunch of like little tiny metal things attached to a rope behind him. Anyway, it's um, a shame. I'm shattered. Yeah, Tess is gonna sheepishly like hand them back to Lustra. Hey, would you like some lock picks? Just a deadpan stare. Let's just keep focusing on the things at hand. Um, Salash is gonna like look underneath the desk, almost for like a like a panic alarm kind of thing. And and thinking of it, he pops his head back up after he's done looking and looks at Lenara. Lenara, perhaps a detect magic. I can I can fire one of those off for sure. I will cast detect magic and look, spin around until I can see everything. 
Talk to me about the dimensions. How? What's the range and all that stuff? Uh, it's not even a cone. It's a uh, thirty foot, just thirty foot radius. Oh shit! I sense the presence of magic mm-hmm. within thirty feet of me. Okay. Uh, if I sense it this way, I can use my action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. And I learned it's a school of magic, if any. And it can penetrate most barriers, foot of stone, which I guess most of this place is made out of. Uh, inch of common metal, uh, a thin sheet of lead, or uh, three feet of wood or dirt. Ooh, very good, very good. So stone and a couple other barriers. Stop it. Talk. Where is Lenora? Kind of at the front door right now. Uh, right now. Oh, she, you're reading highlights. I'm, I'm sitting in one of the chairs. Yeah, reading some <laughs> highlights. Yeah. So I'll, I'll stand up. Uh, she rolls up the magazine, puts that in her pocket as she pulls out the wand. <laughs> uh, and I haven't read this one before. Uh, and she'll go to the center of the room and she'll start doing a little lap. As you walk kind of deeper into the room, Lenara, you, you also have dark vision, right? Yeah, everybody's covered at this point. You look down the hallway to the north. And you notice that there's numerous doors down there. You're kind of too far to read what they all say. You know, one of them says operating theater. But you also notice that in that hallway, there's quite a few hunting trophies hanging on the walls. The floor of the hall is adorned with very, very expensive looking rugs. This whole place just has a feel of... Like elegance, it's this is a very high class clinic you're in. But the hunting trophies on the wall: there are two bears and two deer, and both bear heads are giving off some magical vibes. What type of magic? Slash school. Necromancy necromancy mm. great oh that sounds unbearable hey <laughs> all right um i let everybody know let's not go down that hallway just yet perhaps we'll find a way around that mm. makes sense should we try the doctor's office maybe one of the examination rooms let's see what's open i get the feeling we're out of lock picks yeah, right. sorry, it's, oh, it's, I mean, I've never used them before. I was feeling extra confident because I was doing so well, and I just... You got us in the door, that's all you needed to do. Everything else is bonus. All right, well, Lustra, um, to trade for your broken lock picks, and I sort of, like, start taking the gloves off finger by finger, like... And just I like, think I... it's best if you hold on to them. You're still the mo- most deft. Oh, all right, that's... If you change your mind, I owe you lockpicks. Noted. Uh, let's uh, start rattling a few doors. Yeah. Um, Salash will make his way over to the doctor's office and try that one first. The doctor's office is locked. Hmm. Well, perhaps we'll find keys. And Slash, when he first did his first investigation of the desk, didn't find any keys in the desk, I'm sure. Um, sometimes they have, like, lock boxes for keys, like, hanging on the walls and whatnot, nothing like that around? Unfortunately not. Just a lot of very ornate woodwork. And even the chairs, like, here in the lobby, it's like, 
everything is just above and beyond in here. There is no expense spared on anything in here. That's so weird. It's like notoriously like unwelcoming from the outside. Of the doors that you've been able to read so far, uh, still on the north wall, there's exam rooms one and two. You know, the operating theater is like the first door down the hallway. And you've also managed to see two other doors down that hallway so far, but you can't, you're not close enough to read what they say. Slash grits his teeth, uh, looks to the gang. Should we force this door down? Maybe we check all the doors in this room, see if any are open, and then I'd say the doctor's office is probably our best bet for anything important. I would agree. Um, Slash will gesture either Lustra or Lenara to go over and check the exam rooms while he's still fiddling with the doctor's office. Uh, I'm going to keep an eye just on the long sight lines, just in case if anyone happens to walk by, I'll play lookout. Lenara, if you want to try the doors, maybe? For safety's sake, I'm going to start with the one furthest from the hallway. That's a fair, fair move. Lenara goes over to exam room number one, then. Takes a look at the doorknob. It appears to be unlocked, and you would have, like, passed by the door of exam room two as well. They both look unlocked. No locks on these doors. All right. Quietly try and open it up. Give me a stealth check. 17. Lenara, you very quietly pull this door open, take a peek inside. The room is small, perhaps 10 feet on a side. There are no furnishings in the room other than a pair of wooden chairs, a small wooden cabinet, which is closed, and a wooden bunk that has been folded down from the wall. And there's a single lamp that hangs from the center of the ceiling, which is currently unlit, but would provide plenty of light for this room if it were lit. So that's what you see. Two chairs, a cabinet, and a pull-down bed. Okay. Now what? Any resemblance to the uh, rooms in Dominion where we were tortured in? Uh, I mean, you know, resemblance in the... No, I guess not, really. The the torture rooms in Dominion were, like, really weird. And they yeah. all had very... Like, like marble specific, on all sides? Yeah, they had very specific walls and floors that were designed based on the the treatment that the room was supposed to provide. These are just plain old exam rooms, or this is just plain old exam room. Although, even the wooden chairs in here are of, like, the finest quality oak and the most expensive stain, wood stain you can find. Like, is it just me or is anyone else getting the vibe of, like, someone super rich and out of touch was just like, oh, I want it to look like this. I'm going to just throw money at it, get a design and make it look like like a movie set almost. This is a rich doctor who's got a hunting lodge as his office. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know why I just refuse to believe that this is actually a clinic. Yeah, it's repurposed. Um... Uh, I'm going to back 10 feet up away from that lamp and press to digitate it and 
uh, light it. You use little magics to light up the lamp? Yeah. Yeah, you pull that off without any issues at all. Lenora's shadow gets cast from behind her as the light hits you. Yeah, nothing nothing changes in the room? Nope. Right back, snuff it out. Okay. And uh, I'll move on to exam room two. I'll let everybody know. I didn't go in there, I just took a peek. If anybody wants, with better eyes and more blood in their body, wants to take a little uh, look around. I want to see if there's like a secret door or something like by the by the flip down... Like bed. By the, the Murphy bed? bed? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I think my paranoia is just like kicking in real hard. <laughs> just because of the last time we were in a medical place. Yeah, sure thing. We'll go in there and check out the bed. Yeah. Me an investigation. Oh, boy. I break the bed. Um, <laughs> natural one. Ooh. I'm just going to sit down in the center of the room and try not to touch anything for the rest of this adventure. <laughs> Give me... A stealth check on top of that. Oh, great. Oh, no. No problem. To see if... Because you're absolutely right. You did just break the fold-down bed. You, like, snap it oh away from the wall. And let's do a stealth check right quick to see if you can kind of catch it before the legs slam into the floor. Awesome. Yeah, Tess is probably just like, all right, there's going to be a secret door. It pulls it, doesn't move. No, I'm sure there is... Just like starts rattling it <laughs> with uh, an 11. An 11, I mean, you definitely make some noise, but it's sometimes it's also almost better to roll an extreme because it, you mm. make an amount of noise where you're now not sure if anyone heard you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. Slash sort of, you know, hearing the sound, I'm sure, in the other room, just sort of his ears perk up and he goes, what are they doing? And he's going to make his way over to investigate what's going on, seeing Tess sort of struggle with the with the bed. He's going to look at um, uh, Lenara and point to the other door and he's like, I think I'll, this was unlocked. Yes. I, I'll check this one. All right. Uh, and Slash is going to check um, uh, room number two. Give me another stealth check. Okay. Ugh. Five. We're so good at this, you guys. Maybe you should have cast Pass, Pass Without, Without a Trace. trace. Oh, really, <laughs> though? Yeah. You open exam room number two with a... Followed by a sneeze from Slash. Very loud sneeze. Uh, the door makes like that really awkward squeaky sound like the clacking of wood on wood like as his prosthetic arm just like slams it open it's perfect it's and perfect. there you go you do make a decent amount of noise opening this door but beyond the door you see an exam room identical to the one that lenara has just seen two wooden chairs the pull-down bed and a wooden cabinet on the wall that is closed all right there's a cabinet i should have looked for that so yeah, I think I think Salash would absolutely his interest would be piqued and would definitely try to open the cabinet. Before he does so though, once again, being an examination room, he wants to be a little careful with it. So he wants to check and make sure it's not trapped or anything. There's no locks on the door or anything of that nature. Investigation. Uh that is going to be uh twelve. It seems safe. So it seems. Um, Slash is then going to carefully open the cabinet. 
inside you see three vials that are stoppered up. They each contain a different color liquid. There is a pale green, there's a white, and there's like this very like brackish, brownish colored one. And there's a slightly smaller flask in the same cabinet filled with a liquid you guys are fairly familiar with. There is a healing potion, just plain old regular healing potion in this cabinet. Oh. And there's also an assortment of like medical supplies, you know, the the scalpels and the... Like gauze. Yeah, all the typical yeah, medical yeah. supplies. Slash will sort of, you know... He'll do that sort of like surprise, like, hmm, and he'll uh, pocket all of the various materials okay. that, that are important to so the, the three vials and the potion of healing. Um, and he's going to double back and check in on the room with Tess and try the cap, look for a cabinet there. And if there is one, again, open it up, see what's in there. She's just sitting in the center of the room, like hugging herself, just being like, I can't make something go wrong if I don't touch anything. You go and open up the second cabinet, Slash, and find the exact same contents. Three vials, same colors, and the slightly larger flask that you know is a healing potion. You also note that, like, the flask is in the exact same position it was, like, in the first cabinet. Like, almost like OCD level of like of sameness, almost like, like it's staged. It just looks, it's just so perfectly stocked. All the tools are in the exact same spot in both cabinets. Someone just copy pasted the room. Everything is very much in its place. Salash so will make a mental note of that, and without looking, just hand tests um, uh, the po- one potion of healing here. Tess is going to, like, with both hands very slowly and carefully just grab it and slowly attach it to her belt. See? I didn't drop it. Ooh. Huh. Well, she, like, looks over at the mangled bed. That makes one of us. (laughs) Uh, Lenara would have been standing outside, and she goes, Seeing the uh, files being tossed around, it's like, oh, wonder what those are made of. If only we had an alchemist with us. Hmm. She'll just turn her eyes to Van Richten. Any chance you can identify these, sir? You try to get Van Richten's attention. As all of you were making a lot of noise, Van Richten is the first to notice the sounds of footsteps coming down the hallway. He says, not right now, here comes someone. And unfortunately, we're not going to find out who it is until next week. Oh, no! No! 